Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. All right, it is a Memorial Day weekend, and we decided, listen, there's three things that I love in life. Uh, besides my kids and my wife, uh, I love beer, uh, I love sports, uh, and I love food. And I really love uh, barbecue. Uh, Texas really, barbecue. And Texas barbecue. And, and just brisket and all things all things barbecue. I love it. I fancy myself as someone who likes the barbecue. I don't know if I, what I'm doing is, is right, but it doesn't matter. So I was thinking yesterday, why not, since this is the official kickoff to summer this weekend, why not get an expert to come in studio... And we get to throw questions out at him. He can throw questions back at us because I know he's a big sports fan. He can ask us anything he wants. But I'm a huge barbecue fan, and so is Terry. And we'd like to know, what are some of the tips, suggestions we can do this weekend and as our summer kicks off for barbecuing? And so I said, there's only one person in town to call. The expert, the pit master himself. Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue, right down there on Airport Way near Georgetown, uh, is in studio with us. Uh, Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me on. And it's great. From fun. Dallas, Texas. And then we have Terry Blunt from Houston, Texas. A couple of Texas boys. <laughs> and boy, I could listen to these two talk all day long. <laughs> Yeehaw. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Sir. Uh, this weekend, uh, this is a huge weekend, not only for you guys, but just for everyone in general. Summer's getting started. You're barbecuing. This is, you're getting, you're finally getting the barbecue cleaned off. This is it. This is the big opening weekend for the barbecue season. And we watch our, our sales and customers just grow through the spring. And now it's full throttle. We're doing about. Five or six thousand pounds of meat a week right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Five or six thousand pounds of meat, yeah. and then this weekend it just gets this weekend's got to be nuts. Oh, it goes crazy. We had seventy briskets on the smoker last night, getting ready for the Mariners. <laughs> oh, wow! Ten ten game run coming up. That's right, because you guys are in. This is your first year uh, of being in Safeco Field, correct? Right. Right. We're at Safeco. We're in the pen. Yeah, which okay. is just amazing. It's like spring break every game. <laughs> And we, we play the Astros and we play the Rangers. Like, oh, we double our sales. All the Texans in town want right. some barbecues. All right, so I was I was joking. You've brought in food for us. I, we didn't expect this, but thank you. I mean, there's like a, I mean, it's a huge box of brisket that you brought in. What else did you brought? You brought in brisket, brisket ribs, and sausage. Oh, the, the I'm Texas in heaven. Trinity. I'm literally all, in heaven. I'm already in a meat sweat. Yeah. Yeah, just thinking about it in a meat sweat. We have a, one of our producers here. Actually, he's second in charge. We Kevin Shockey. He is. Uh, are you aware of the of the that that media group that goes in there all the time? It's like on Tuesdays. Are you aware of this group that covers the Mariners at all? I'm not, I'm not okay, sure. So we, they go in there. I think it's like every Tuesday. Is that when you have the beef ribs? That's when we have the giant beef ribs. Okay, yeah. they're in there like all the time. And <laughs> and our guy Kevin Shockey. We'll introduce you to him. When I told him that you were coming in today, I, I could have said, he's, he's from Philly. If, uh, who's the great, if I said Joel Embiid is in studio, he'd be like, oh, that's cool. I said that Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue is here. He lost his mind. He couldn't contain himself how excited he was that you are here. Um, so we love that you've, you've come in here and you've brought food for us, which is awesome. We can't wait to try it. I need to ask you. So the, the background story on you is fantastic. And I don't know how much of it's true or has just been passed down to me and then Texas lore. And then I've passed it on to, to other people. So I'm going to give you my how I know of you, the story that has been told to me, uh, how you got started. You were uh you were you're obviously from Dallas. You came here. Were you working at Microsoft? 
Yeah, I came here on a okay. job with Boeing a long time Boeing, ago. okay. And then I hopped around, I traveled okay. around, and, but I, I was at Microsoft for 13 years. So the lore was that I've heard passed down. That is, you're working at Microsoft, you're making, you're making uh, oogles of money, you're having the time of your life, you're starting to, now, you, you miss your barbecue, so you start doing dinner parties for people with barbecue. Am what? I correct so far? Kind of close, but for friends. Yeah, that's that's pretty close. I've always okay. had a smoker in my backyard. I lived okay. in, in the Madrona for 20-something years, okay. and I always had a little smoker going. So I was always cooking casually, yeah. smoking casually. And people loved it. People loved it, but then the, the world changed when I went to the thing. Okay, now what's now? See, I don't know this part. So I, the story was that you were doing these dinner parties, and the people loved it, and then you decided, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave Microsoft and I'm going to go and, and get a degree at Texas A&M. Well, what happened was I was at Microsoft, and I and I discovered this thing called Barbecue Summer Camp. And, <laughs> oh, wow. And, and it is, is um, taught in the, the meat sciences department of Texas A&M. <laughs> that is just amazing. I grew up, lived in oh. Texas all my life. I never knew this existed. Well, it's it's only about eight years old, so it's not that okay. old. But it, it's, it's kind of like signing hot tub time machine in a bar. You say barbecue <laughs> summer camp. Every guy in the bar turns around and says, what did you say? Oh, my God. So you went, to a, uh, you went to a barbecue summer camp. I went to a barbecue summer camp. And while I was there, they had another class called Beef 101 for industry professionals. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So I was a week in the classroom. And we butchered steers and. Yeah, wow. learned everything about everything, and then I went to Austin, and a couple of buddies flew down and met me. And we toured all these super famous temples of barbecue in Central Texas, yeah. which is the style of barbecue that we do at Jack's. Okay, and so Amazing. did you? Now again, I thought I probably got this wrong. Did, was there an actual degree you received from Texas A and M? Was that like a barbecuing like master's degree? Well, you get a little tattoo on your back thigh of a brisket. So, that's... <laughs> so you've got a tattoo of a brisket on your back thigh. <laughs> Oh. oh, you know what? I know oh. he's joking, but that I may do that. Actually. God <laughs> Almighty! I was uh, I was going to ask you to show it. You know, you know, I felt you and I, Jack, are we're very friendly right now. So for all right, so define then because there, this, the best thing about barbecue is there's always there's different regions of it. So there's there's Central Texas barbecue. Then you have the folks. I have a, 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 a neighbors in, in in our neighborhood who from Kansas City, and so right. then it's everything's about Kansas City barbecue, right? So then there's Kansas City barbecue, and then I would maybe there's a fourth, but then the third one would be Carolina, Carolina barbecue. Yeah. Right? Am I missing one? So Central Texas, Kansas City, and Carolina. Well, there's there's also Chicago and Memphis. Oh, Memphis, and okay. then even even Kentucky they okay. they barbecue mutton. Uh, <laughs> that's their specialty. Wow. The West Coast they do tri tip. Okay, and okay. they more they grill it, but they're all excited about that. So there's lots of varieties. But the, the big ones, but are the, the three ones big amigos, right? Yeah. Right? Right? It's and it's. More pig and sauce the further south you go. Okay. Texas is more about beef and dry rub. Sure. The Carolinas are more about vinegar. All right. Right. And so there's different styles. We've, we've cooked a little different every now and then. We catered the Seahawks, uh, Carolina Panthers a couple of years ago at, in the club level buffet at the stadium <laughs> oh, and brought Lord. in some pulled pork with, uh, with the mustard vinegar sauce. <laughs> Coleslaw and all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Sweet Maria. That's great. So what, so you, you kind of touched on what, so what separates the central, uh, Texas barbecue from the other ones. Yeah, I mean, even in Texas, there's four main styles. There's Central Texas, which is was settled by Germans and Czechs, and they opened up butcher shops and would smoke the cuts of meat that didn't sell quickly to yeah. make them last longer, and all they put on them was salt and pepper, and there was no sauce involved. It was Perfect. about a way of preserving meats, <laughs> Yeah, and they used offset smokers. I grew up in Dallas, which is East Texas, which is more like the rest of the South, more pig and sauce, and let's fry something as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. 
South Texas, they still bury stuff in the ground, barbacoa style. Really? Yeah. And West Texas, they cook more directly over the fire. They don't have a lot of wood. It's pretty dry out there, and so it's more. It's a faster smoke, so okay. the meat's a little tougher. So it's a little different in West Texas. Okay, where does Houston fall in this, Terry? That's where you're from. Where? Well, what style would that be? I, I think inner city Houston is pretty much central Texas style. Okay. But right. I know what he's talking about, where yeah. people still put it in the ground yeah. and cook that way, which is kind of done all over the world, really. Right. But uh, yeah, I've I've never actually done that. I've been to I've been to parties and stuff where that was done. Yeah. But for the most part, people that grew up in Houston, it was it was Central yeah. Texas style. Uh, Jack Timmons again in studio with this, uh, the owner, the pit master there at Jack's Barbecue down there in. We call it Georgetown. It is Georgetown, right? Or it's uh, one magazine referred to it as the Greater Georgetown area. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Greater Georgetown. Area. It's on Airport Way. I would suggest you go down there. You get your barbecue, uh, then swing by Georgetown and get some beer to to, to wash it down. It's a, it's a wonderful one-two punch. All right, so Texas, a huge. You told me when we were talking earlier about this, a huge sports fan. Are you still? Is it every every team in Texas is your squad? Are you no, a Longhorn I, or an Aggie? I'm an Aggie. I went to Texas A&M. There you go. So right. half my family went to UT, and the other half, the engineers went to A&M, and the liberal arts <laughs> lawyers went there to UT. Yeah. So we fight a little at Thanksgiving, but not anymore. Too bad. I missed the Thanksgiving game. Yeah, no kidding. I wish they would play that That again. is just sacrilege that they don't play each other. Yeah, yeah. I missed the Southwest Conference, to be honest. Me, well, me, me too. too. I yeah. want them all in there. Yeah. Uh, Baylor, Houston, bring them all that's back. That's what I grew up covering. I was yeah. born. I was born at Baylor Hospital in downtown Dallas. And yeah. If you weigh ten pounds or more, they gave your parents a certificate for you to try out for the Baylor Bears when you turned seventeen. <laughs> I was scrawny. I didn't make the cut. Love it. There you go. That's when they started recruiting. <laughs> so, cow, Cowboys fan. Cowboys fan. I'm a Seahawks fan now. I've lived okay. in Seattle a long time, and and you've made that transition. The enthusiasm from Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, and those guys, is just yeah. contagious. Yeah, nice. you know Matt Hasselbeck before them. It's yeah. just when somebody's a nice guy and, and enthusiastic, you just kind of want to pull for him. So sure. I'm all Seahawks now. How did it come? How did it come about that you got into into Safeco Field this year? What was how was that a long process for you guys to get in there? No, um, we we you know we did some stuff at um, CenturyLink last year, and it was okay, but it was kind of hectic, and everybody was busy, and yeah. you know they paid two hundred bucks for a ticket and were drunk and just wanted their food. And it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't low and slow, and so <laughs> football's a different crowd than baseball. It's a different crowd. Yeah. Baseball is much more fun live too, yeah. and being at the games is great. Ethan Stoll kind of manages the restaurants there for the external guys like me and he mm-hmm. invited me in i know him and so we gave it a try and i love it like baseball's perfect for barbecue. perfect for barbecue it's, yeah. it's low and slow yeah. i mean yeah. you get a beer you relax yeah. you, you're not in a hurry you could miss it you crazy. could miss a few innings no big deal you know you're fine you can catch right. you can keep up to it yeah football is a, a way different animal yeah. um so all right so we're gonna take in our next in our next segment hopefully people can call in you can call in at 286-9595 uh, 1-800-829-0950. And you can text in at 49451 because I want to, we want Jack to help people out this weekend because this is the official kickoff to summer. Uh, in summer and sports and barbecuing, being outside, the weather is great. So we need it. We need to find out, right, Terry? Like, what are the what are the best things to do? What are the best barbecues? What are the best well, what are the best the, suggestions you know, and ideas? I bet I tips? know the answer to this, and I can't wait for Jack to tell me. But what's the number one mistake oh, people perfect. make? The number one mistake people make when they you know, barbecue in as a as yeah. a rookie or a you know or a novice kind of thing? I bet I know, but I want him to tell. Yeah. Us. What it, what is it? What is the number one mistake that novices like myself make? They cook it too hot, too fast. That's yeah. it. I yeah. know it. 
Yeah. That's right. Too yeah. hot, too fast. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> low and slow, baby. Low I and slow. Yeah. But sometimes You're I You're impatient. Just, I do. I get impatient. I've got one of those barbecues. It's the... Um, uh, the, the char grill one, uh-huh. you know, where it's the huge one, where it's the one's gas, it's a big barrel that's a gas, and then the other barrels a is a charcoal, uh, but then it's also smoker it has a smoking box on the side of it, right? Nice. And I use and I use uh, applewood, yep. to, to smoke it. Now, what kind of wood do you guys use? We use mesquite, mesquite, mesquite. okay, yeah. a little yeah. cherry, but mostly mesquite. Is I, that the best wood to use for a smoker? It's the strongest wood to use for a smoker. Apple's delicious and it's yeah. local. And you can get it, and it's got a great flavor. So I would, if in Seattle, I would go with the apple. You know, yeah. we do, like I said, we do a mountain of meat, and we've got our <laughs> smokers are twenty-two feet long and four feet in diameter. We got three of them. I know, I've seen them. It's a, it, it looks amazing. like uh, they're attached to like a, a train. Right. I mean, they're massive, man. They're <laughs> yeah, awesome. They're fun. And how much? I mean, is that like twenty-four-seven? You're doing that. I mean, you got guys there like at two in the morning. Well, last night we did. Our pitmaster, uh, Joseph Whalen, stayed up all night doing 70 wow. briskets and 70 pork shoulders and everything else to get ready for baseball. So, yeah. But most of the time, you can smoke the big meats in two days. And that's, okay. that's a big thing that people don't know about. You can do about two-thirds or three-fourths of it done. Yeah. And then you store it inside. You can keep it warm or put it in the refrigerator. It doesn't matter. Then you put it back in the next morning and finish it. Yeah. Right. So that's how we do it. At the restaurant. And that's how almost all Texas barbecue. All right. So, what's the, someone at texting at 49451? What's the best temperature uh, to smoke a brisket? You say, and what's the rule, the general rule on the the uh, the pounds, how many hours per pound? And then what's the best? Because that's the hardest thing when you're smoking is to keep it at that brisket. But what is the best temperature? I'd say 225 degrees okay. is the temperature of the smoker. And it, but it also depends on the size of the smoker, right? And the size of whatever you're, you're using. Somewhat, doesn't well, it? Well, not really. You just want whatever chamber the meat is sitting in to be at 225 degrees. And you need a, a real thermometer to do that. The thermometers that come with 99% of backyard grills are horrible. They're off by 50 degrees. I mean, they're useless. Oh, wow. oh the so, ones that are right like right on the barbecue. Yeah, yeah don't they, get those. Don't, don't, don't use that. Those. They're on yeah. the cover. That, yeah. That's not going to work. No, you yeah. need to get a real thermometer. I use a, a Maverick. It's got two probes. One I just leave in the chamber to check the, the temperature. Okay. And the other one you stick in the meat. Because right. the other temperature you measure is what uh, temperature is the meat at. Now, we don't do either of those things at the restaurant. We do it all by touch, and we don't have any thermometers. What do you mean you do it by touch? You, you, you go in there, you, you poke it, and you can tell right when you just by poking it yep. it's done? Yep. There's like three or four places wow. on a brisket that you squeeze and bend. Yeah. It's kind of like a, pro- a professional guy grilling steaks at the Metropolitan Grill yeah. with his thumb. He knows if it's done. Okay. He knows if it's medium or medium well or medium rare. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you learn this at the Texas A&M Barbecue Camp? Is that where you learn that? You learn some of that <laughs> there. And then you learn some of it. Actually oh, had a, a, a Puck, a, your daddy teaches you that. Well, I want to go to this camp. Can you do a camp at Jack's Barbecue and just everyone can go? You should do like a, a camp, one week yeah. at a camp. It would be unbelievable. We, paid we camp. could certainly do that, and it would be popular. But we're, we're just, when do we squeeze it in the schedule? Right now, we're just busy. Oh, you're just, you're slammed. We're right? slammed. And we're opening another place in South Lake Union this okay. fall. We're opening a place awesome. in Columbia Tower this summer. And Jeez, you're all, all over the place. So there's, again, uh, yeah, that voice right there is Jack Timmons from Jack's barbecue uh down there in the uh, the greater georgetown area right off airport way if you love barbecue you love central texas barbecue and you haven't tried uh jackson go there now been open for about four years now yeah four yeah. years september go there it's you were not going to be disappointed i remember the fir- when i went down there the first time the uh and i i wanted to try everything I mean, I spent so much money. I mean, I think I put it on the credit card. I spent so much money because I'm like, well, I want that. And I, I want to try the brisket. I want to try the ribs. I want to try the sausage. I want to try the mac and cheese. 
Yeah, and and it was just me. And yeah. I remember walking out of there. I had like f- 15 <laughs> bags, for God's sake. And my wife and kids were out of town. I'm thinking, I think I'm going to eat all of this by myself. <laughs> the sausage, I'm going to tell you right now. Everyone's got a favorite. Like uh, Shockey's got uh, out there his, his beef ribs. You probably just love the brisket. Today. I'm a brisket guy. The so- your sausage, although yes. uh, yeah, unbelievable. We we have a oh, cheddar goodness. jalapeno sausage, oh. and I brought some of it. Oh, oh. well, and it's. Uh... Can we break yet, or do we have to? <laughs> we have to fill this extra three minutes. Um, what are they, so people? There's always a do's and uh, do's and don'ts in sports, right? And we always have that. We always talk about that all the time. What are the the do's and don'ts in barbecuing? Because people are starting their barbecuing. Uh, kind of the summer barbecuing this weekend, Jack, uh, right. for, for you. What are the do's and don'ts? Well, there's certainly a lot of myths around barbecue that, that I actually have a list of myths that don't quite work. <laughs> okay, Bert, run through them. <laughs> right. You know, one, one myth is that you need to let the meat warm up to room temperature before you throw it on the grill. And you don't need to do that at all. That doesn't oh, help with the okay, flavor. It doesn't help with the go. cooking. Well, there you go. That's my. That's what I do. So that's myth number one. That, <laughs> that just is going to be trouble in the long run. Another one is soaking your wood chips. That doesn't add anything to the flavor of the barbecue. Okay. And you soak your wood chips in water. It puts off steam is all it's doing. It's putting off some water vapor okay. that, that cools down the cooking process and prevents the wood from actually catching fire and adding flavor. So you want the wood to go on dry. Okay. All the moisture inside the wood particles is what produces the flavor that, that goes into the meat. All right. All any, right. All right. Do you have any you have any questions there, Terry? You have any uh, myths to ask? You know, I, I really wanted to know about cooking too fast, too hot, because that's what yeah. so many people do, and you just can't get the meat the way you want it to be when you do that. So that was the biggest thing that people do as a mistake. That's the first thing my father taught me about barbecuing. Yeah. You can't do that. Right. You got to. It's it's an it's an all day deal. You got to take your Saturday. Yeah. This is your day. You're going to take all day and you're going to cook. You got to prep yeah. the. You got to prep your grill before you start. I mean, like, do you do like a summer ritual right before you're going to start your backyard grilling? Like, get that thing all dollied up. Well, you do need to scrub it down and yeah. grease it up and all that. I mean, I haven't grilled in years, right? I've got I've got twenty two <laughs> foot long smokers. I've got people so to do that for me. Now. I've got I've got big <laughs> smokers, and so when we're doing the smoking, the fire's you know eight feet away from yeah. the meat. So it's nowhere yeah. near. Most people have a little grill in their backyard, and yeah. what they have to do is create a two-zone heating uh, thing for the right. grill, where they have the coal on one side and the meats on the right. other side, because you can't have the direct, like we direct were talking heat. about, direct yeah. over is just going to overcook it. Chicken, beef, steak, anything, unless it's paper thin, and you're in a Mexican taco cart where you're just frying up a little piece of meat, you know, real quick to throw it on a taco. If it has any thickness at all, you want to cook it at a lower temperature to begin with. And then sear it at the end. It's called a reverse sear. And another myth is that when you sear a steak, it keeps the juices in. It doesn't at all. So the best way to cook a steak is to cook it really slowly or any piece of meat until it's about 15 degrees away from where you want it to end up. And then put it directly over the heat and let that, they call it the Maillard effect, is when the, when the, when the chemicals and the fire all catch it, it turns it brown. It gives it that super juicy mm-hmm. flavor. Now, the one thing I wanted to ask you is there's so much uh, thought and controversy about what you actually do and when you do it with the sauce. And I'm just a guy that I want my sauce on the side. Give me my meat. I'll put whatever sauce I want on it. And then there's other people who want to lather a good piece of meat with sauce while it's cooking and then take it off. And, well, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way, but I know what I like and what I don't like. And there's you know a lot of people who do it different ways. All right, so hold on, don't answer that. We're gonna we're up against a break. I want, you want think about that. 
We're going to come back. We'll take a break, and then we're going to take your phone calls, 286-9595-1800-829-0950. Jack from uh, Jack's Barbecue is going to answer Terry's question. If you have a question for Jack, our pit master, the owner of Jack's Barbecue down in Georgetown, uh, give us a call at 286-9595-1800-829-0950. Also, if you have a question about barbecuing because it's Memorial Day weekend, you text in also at 49451. And uh, I'm going to eat all that sausage before anybody else. We'll be back. More Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. This now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. We are back. Pup busily getting his barbecue here. He's got some links. He took some pictures that we're going to post. I'm sure they're going to be unreal. I'll put a picture in a second. In fact, I just here's the thing. You guys need to take over this segment, the callers, at 286-9595. And on the text line at 49451. Really want the phone calls. We have uh, Jack uh, Timmons from Jack's Barbecue is in studio with uh, myself. And Terry Blunt, if you haven't been to Jack's Barbecue down on Airport Way in Seattle, uh, you're doing it wrong. Memorial Day is uh, this weekend, obviously. It is the start of summer. It's the start of the grilling season. Uh, Jack was kind to come in, brought some food, brisket, sausage. Uh, we're going to turn it over to you guys. If you have a question for Jack, uh, suggestions, barbecue, tips. we got a ton of texts. I'm going to get to that in just a second. The uh, We'll do uh, more barbecue myths. I was I'm stunned. I always thought you should let the meat go to room temperature. Yeah. That was my and and yet was your number one myth, Jack. You said no, you don't have to do that. And right. everybody thinks you should wow. soak the wood. I mean that everybody thinks that. Right, it's just not true. Right, it doesn't it doesn't add to the flavor. So if you have a uh, you have a question for Jack, give us a call two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. Your uh, barbecue uh, questions for uh, Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. Uh, John's in Seattle. Uh, John, how are you? Appreciate the phone call. Uh, you got a question for Jack? Yes. Hi guys. Um, I have a graduation party coming up next weekend, and my wife wants me to do kielbasa's and. Um, some sliders and ribs all on the grill. Uh, I think I'm going to pass on the ribs and go pick them up at Jack's. (laughs) But I have two two quick questions. Should I add panko to the meat on the Lipton Soup um, burgers? And cooking them slow, I hear that. But with burgers, is it the same thing? You should cook them slow or what? What do you think? I think I think burgers. Thanks, John. Yeah, I think burgers. You can put directly on the heat because they're already chopped up and tenderized and everything like that, and the they're not going to be insulated like a steak is, where nothing's going to seep into it, you know, air wise. I think burgers you put directly over the heat and cook them till they're medium. And here's a burger thing I've always been oh. told, and that is those sausages. Should I mean, you so good burger? Do you real? Don't you really need eighty twenty? For a good burger to be good and juicy and all that, rather than wait, so many things today are like ninety ten, extra lean, all that. Isn't the burger not going to be as good that way? Oh no, I love a fatty burger. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I chop up go. bacon and put it in my burger. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Uh, again, Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue in studio with us. You want to call? You want a question for Jack as you kick off your barbecue weekend? Give us a call two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. And here's the thing: I want someone to, I want more people to call. I'm going to ask you more questions on the text line because I just had half a sausage. 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, I need, I'm going to need more of that. I mean, I just don't. What do you do to that thing that make it so damn good? I mean, I know you can't give me your secret because then you'd, you'd be out of business. Now, I'd start yeah, one right next to you. There, there's no secret. You just oh. have to tend a fire for 16 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, who's willing to do that? Yeah. I mean, do you eat barbecue every day? I eat barbecue every day. Breakfast tacos every morning. I have a slice of fatty brisket with pickles and onions every, every day. afternoon. Oh, oh. Yeah. And, and for no one, you look like a swimmer. Yeah, that's the best. That's, thing. You look yeah. like Michael Phelps. I am a swimmer. I'm on a swim team at the downtown YMCA. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, right there. How do you do it? How another do you another myth busted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's an, yeah, right there. Yeah. Uh, from the three six zero on the text side four nine four five one. Hey Jack, I'm a transplant that grew up in Texas, the grapevine primarily. Uh, do you marinate big meats like brisket or only do dry rubs? Uh, you guys are making me hungry and homesick. Yeah, we're all about dry rubs. You can you can brine big meats but the, it doesn't go in very deep at texas a&m we did a study where we brined injected Can you just stop there <laughs> i you just can't study. get past that when i was at texas a&m we did a study on barbecue <laughs> it's the it's the greatest thing in the world for people who don't weren't with us in the first segment he went to a a barbecue camp at texas a&m it's great i'm sorry Continue, <laughs> and um but anyhow the 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 brining only goes so far it only, it only goes so far we do brine our chicken Okay. Um, for 24 hours because that is a drier cut of meat by nature and it, and it does help it mm -hmm. i think uh another tri uh, tip for chicken that i learned at texas a&m is just to rub it with mayonnaise oh wow and you now put spices on it and it keeps it super moist we do like really mayonnaise a uh, hundred of them at a time so it gets a little goopy for us so we brine it but um huh. not to answer this gentleman's question but um yeah for the big meats we just do a dry rub that's that's all i think they need i've i've in my Older days or my previous days, I would I would inject briskets with things and just okay. for fun. And okay. I was very experimental, experimental. a lot of R and D. I injected one with a mole sauce because I love mole poblano, like. <laughs> and it, when you and it didn't distribute through the through the meat at all. It just looked like it had varicose veins when you sliced <laughs> it open. So, all right, uh, let me grab uh, Justin is in Tacoma. All right, Justin, you're on with uh, Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. What's your question? Okay, so I just bought one of those new Pit Boss uh, pellet smoker deals. Mm -hmm. And the question kind of is, on the reverse here of the steak, I've just kind of been putting them on as, like, the lowest temperature for 30 minutes to an hour to get smoke going mm -hmm. and then sear it. But were you saying that to crank up the heat a little bit and get it, what you say, 15 degrees lower than the steak? Well, you want, you want some flames to come off the wood chips because it's a clean burning fire that actually has the flavor. It's the invisible gases coming off of burning wood that actually have the flavor. The smoke that you see isn't flavorful it's creosote and bitter so with a pellet smoker you want to get it fired up enough in the fire chamber so that it is it has a cleaner burn than just a smoldering fire and then the meat you can put far enough away to where it's at that 225 degree temperature and, and cook it very slowly if you want to pull those steaks off at like 135 which would be medium rare then when they're 115 or 120 take them from the the, the cooler place where they're slow cooking and put them directly into the hotter place and finish them till they get to 135. We do that with our briskets. Okay. We, we start them in the middle chamber, where it's probably 200 degrees, 210 degrees, and then we finish them the next day in the hotter chamber, where it's probably 275 degrees. Gotcha. All right, thanks, Justin. Awesome. Good info. Uh, can you do me a favor? <laughs> there, I have so many. There are people on hold, and there are so many tanks. Can you stick stick around for like another 10 minutes? Yeah, sure. I put the I put the sticker on your car. You're good to go. All right. And even if you get a ticket. <laughs> 
All right. I mean, first of all, you have a license plate that says brisket, which is unbelievable. That's great. <laughs> if you get a ticket, we'll 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 pay for it. Okay. All right. All right. You'll be our people's court. Uh, we'll do it at noon, but we'll we'll keep Jack around. Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue uh, in studio with us, taking your questions. Uh, right now, Memorial Day weekend, barbecue weekend, barbecue season gets kicked off this week. If you have a question uh, for Jack, give us a call at 286-9595-1800-829-0950. Also, uh, you can text in at 49451. More sausage and beef for us. You know, I got to get in a, I got to get my V-Dub van here in about an hour and drive camping with my four-year-old. And I'm telling you, man, I... I I'm gonna be in a. I'm gonna pull over and take a nap. Take a nap. <laughs> I got meat sweats right now. I'm eating of the world's best Texas brisket right now. Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. We asked him to stick around for another segment because this is wildly popular. There's so many texts. Uh, we'll get the phone calls back up and running again. If you have a a question, you want a tip, you want some suggestions for your barbecuing this weekend for Memorial Day. As we kick off summer, uh, give us a call right now at 286-9595-1800-829-0950. I know a few of you dropped off in the break. Jump back on right now, and we'll we'll get you on, and we'll uh, you can ask a question uh, there to uh, Jack Timmons from uh, Jack's Barbecue. Um, the this bris- is phenomenal. Yeah, the- i, I got to tell you, yeah, here's go someone who grew up in Texas. Talk because I want to eat the who's rest of the Who's had every possible quality brisket you can imagine from some of oh. the most iconic places in the world. This is as good a brisket as I've ever put in my mouth. I really mean that. This I, I, is fantastic. You know, we we have um like the meat here is really good. Like we use Double R Ranch. Oh, okay. Beef briskets and mm-hmm. they're premier. They supply all the prime oh, really? steaks to the Metropolitan Grill and stuff and oh, and and the air in Seattle is so moist and fresh too. We, you never have to put pans of water in your smoker here. You never have Where to tune go? the pits. Oh, so that helps it. Yeah, I actually, I actually mentioned that in an article with Eater.com, and the, the title of the, after a, an hour interview, and this story comes out, it says, Jack says barbecue in Seattle better than Texas, and I'll count. <laughs> and all, all these Texans lost their minds. What are you that, saying? Right? You're no longer welcome here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But for every three or four Texans losing their mind, it'd be somebody that, you That's know, great. Like, all right, uh, we'll, we'll get back out to the phone calls here in just a second. Which grate gives better grill marks, cast iron or stainless steel? Ooh. I don't. I don't think I know the answer to that. No, no. All right. Do you get? Do you use a gas grill anymore? No. Never. Never. Even not at no. home. No. It's if no. if you're gonna barbecue at home, you would use charcoal. Right. Okay. Even on a weekday. Well, I mean, I I eat meat twice a day, seven days a week at the restaurant. Oh, so God I don't I don't do you. a lot of grilling at home. I mean, you are. I have friends who do. And, right. and they invite me over, and they, or some people even bring me yeah. ribs. I'm like, you know. I don't oh, my gosh, that'd be intimidating. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. When you go over to someone's house, and they're going to, let's say, they're going to, I'm going to attempt to make barbecue for you. Do you do you have to bite your tongue? Like, if you say, t- oh, this, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's not bad. But yeah. you ever, are you just lying? Like, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my mouth, <laughs> ever. Yeah. You've you, done this wrong. You've, you violated this myth. <laughs> it's, it's There's always something good about it, right? Either they, they've got a good. nice sauce, or they've got a nice cut of meat, or oh, I like right. seafood. You, there know, you, go. you can you can yeah. smoke salmon for me. I like that. Tell something. I'm going to get back on the phone. Sean and Sumner's holding uh, the drink that you guys do at Jack's. Tell everyone about the drink that you just described to us. Yeah, it's a smoked old fashioned, and we actually <laughs> wow. we cut oranges in half and smoke them in the cold end of our smokers. Our smokers are like 22 feet long, yeah. so at the cold end, we smoke oranges for a couple hours and squeeze them, and then we also s- smoke uh, long trays of brown sugar. 
and we cook that down into a simple <laughs> syrup, and it comes out like a smoky caramel molasses. Oh, and, and that goes in the drink. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that with whiskey and bitters and a, and a cherry that we soak in brandy for a couple weeks. And uh, when do you start serving? Uh, we're open for uh, breakfast tacos at 7 a.m. All right. <laughs> can, I get, can I get one of those cocktails at 7 a.m.? It's better be, better at 11 a.m. Okay, better at 11 a.m. All right, let me go back out of the phone lines. you got a question for Jack Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. Give us a call, 286-959-5180-920-950. Grilling season's here. Sean is in Sumner. Sean, what's your question for Jack? What's the best tent to pull the brisket at, and why doesn't Chuck Roast get a little bit more respect when the slow cooking? Great question. I think Thanks, the, Sean. I think the chuck is a little less um, fatty, and so it comes out a little drier, um, just like the shoulder does, shoulder clods and, and whatnot. The brisket is right in the belly section, and it's got a ton of of um, fat built into it, so it's just going to be a little juicier. But there's nothing wrong with it. There's some famous places that do that do chuck and shoulder clod. It's just a, a, a leaner cut of meat. Um, in terms of smoking a brisket, you know, it goes into a thing called the stall after about four or five hours where the internal temperature gets up to about 145, 155 degrees. And it just sits there for three or four hours before it starts cooking again and heating up again and turtling. And basically what it's doing is is perspiring just like you would. So it's, it's kind of sweating out some juice. And if you don't want to wait for that, you can wrap it in foil. It's called the Texas Crutch. And then it'll push through and keep cooking hot. Um, we don't do that. We let them. We're not in a hurry. We're cooking them for 12 to 14 hours. And we just let it go through that stall. But and and then we do it all by touch. When you can bend them and squeeze them in three or four places to know that they're tender, you can almost put your finger all the way through it. You know, okay. uh, people in Texas have little rods they use to do that. But if you're using a thermometer, Aaron Franklin recommends you you take it out when it hits 203 degrees, and that seems like a long time and a, and a lot of temperature. But you know. He's the master of that. I always took them out when they're about 200 degrees just because I'm naturally impatient. <laughs> but, but then you want to wrap them in butcher paper or something and let them rest for a while before you serve them. Let them rest for half an hour to an hour before you start slicing into it. And if you're storing it for later use at a party, you can put it in an ice chest on top of a mm. towel with another towel on top of it. It'll huh. rest for hours. I had a buddy like that. that did that uh, last summer. Wrapped it in a towel and put it in mm-hmm. his in his in his in his yeah an ice chest. It was unbelievable. Right. I'd never had it like that before. It was the greatest brisket I've ever had. Yeah. Was, until I had this. Yeah. Again and again. And greatest brisket from someone who's a who's a novice. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Brad joins us. Uh, Brad, what's your question uh, for Jack? Hey, man. I was just wondering if you've ever done um, with with Ty uh, doing the, uh, like a tie rope with brisket, shoulder, and ribs together, like so they cook together at the same time. Because I, I do that, and it's wonderful. Like, it, it the meats and the juices blend together, and it's just a creation that is out of this world. I'm just wondering if you've ever done anything like that. And then also, have you ever tried D&D meats in Mali Terrace or Sylvania up north in Sandwood? I'm just uh, I'll take your comments up here. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brad. I haven't used those guys. We do so much that we have to go through big distributors because um, we're doing like five or 6,000 pounds a week right now. I used the um, Bob's Meats in Columbia City when I was doing it by myself. Okay, but those other guys sound good too. I'd like to. I wouldn't mind trying them out for personal use. Um, we we don't combine briskets and ribs and cook them together. Although the juices it, are delicious, the the ribs for us we cook. You know, they take about six hours. The briskets take twelve to fourteen. So there's no. You know, you, you'd have to finish them and, or start one six hours earlier and, and do something like that. We we did do something funny. 
for our anniversary last year. You've heard of turducken? Oh, yeah. Turkey, duck, and chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You debone them and stuff them inside each uh-huh. other. Just just so I could say it out loud, we did goose, pheasant, duck, and chicken. Deboned them and stuffed them <laughs> inside each other. And that's called a... So we made for our anniversary... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was funny. I asked the the waiter. I don't know if we can get away with <laughs> yeah. that. I'm going to need you to stop saying that, <laughs> Jack. If we're going to describe that, but uh, I think it's just a way. Yeah, I, I, we'd like to keep our license, but that was unbelievable. Oh, uh, I think everyone gets it, though. That's good. <laughs> That's a new favorite. I think I think we got it. That's fine. Thanks, Jack. No, it's perfect. Uh, you, you are welcome back anytime. Don't worry about it. You're, you are good Banned to go after one. Oh, visit. That, no, 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 sir. You yeah. you you keep bring you keep bringing mm-hmm. any of that stuff back in. You are you're good to go. Uh, let me go back up more of the text. Uh, what's the ideal temp for uh, uh, cooked pulled pork? Um. Pulled pork, we, you know, I'm trying to think. I, I, I don't think we temp it. We do it all by touch. Okay. And so we, um, we pulled pork. What we do is we wrap it up when it's almost done in in plastic, really tight, like okay. Reynolds wrap, hmm. and then butcher paper, and we let it finish when it's and, and when it gets super soft. I'm gonna say, I can't say it on the air, but when it feels like a, yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love you. You're perfect. Oh, we need yeah. to do a podcast together, and then we can say anything we want. <laughs> the, right. the place I go for information for, uh, for specific questions yeah. like this, it's called AmazingRibs.com. AmazingRibs.com. Oh, okay. And okay. it has all the science and all the everything you could ever want to know about barbecue. So that's that's a place if I can't answer a question. Uh, you, I think you kind of answered this, but wrap or not to wrap brisket? Yeah, yes and no, right? You can do it, but you guys don't do it at the at the at the store at no. the, the restaurant, but you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. You yeah. you and famous people do it after like 6 or 7 hours. Okay. It just moves it along a little faster. It it's uh butcher paper isn't so thick like foil that it won't let air get into it, so it won't ruin your bark. Right. But if you leave paper off of it, your bark's going to be just that much more crispy. Right. Right. So there's so many questions. Uh, having a hard time dialing in the brisket on my green egg. What's the uh, what's the? Hold on, I just lost it. Uh, da, da, da. What's the ideal wood to use for a green egg? I think any of the hardwoods from apple, cherry. We use mesquite, post oak, uh, pecan. Okay. Um, any any wood like that is uh, is going to be fine. Uh, my smoker, let's see, my smoker's going out and I've seen the new pellet smoker. Should I stay with wood, uh, for, or, or with my new smoker or should I go with the pellet? Um, I ask people if they have a day job, do you have a job? If so, you probably need a pellet cause you can set it and forget it. Yeah. A wood yeah. fire. I've had one. I'd use it on Sundays before the restaurant and I'd pull out my flat screen TV into my carport and watch all three football games and sit there and smoke all day and tend the fire. <laughs> yeah. But if you actually have to do something, then the pellet smokers are good because you can set them and forget them. The trick to a pellet smoker is don't get one with a temperature gauge that says low, medium, high. Get one with an actual okay. temperature gauge or use the thermometers like we talked about. Are the Traegers cheating? Um, yeah, not really. It turns out that pellets are pure wood and okay. then they burn like wood. They don't look like wood, so they're not as, you know, we always look down on them when we're real log yeah. burning guys. I like do. I, I have, yeah, I have it and I'm and not the Traeger. I have the, you know, the wood burning where I choose the apple wood and anyone that has the Traeger, I say, well, you're cheating. You're it's cheating. Yeah, you're cheating, but you know, technology. Yeah, whatever. We're right? all busy people. <laughs> You, yeah. you do want to get those fired up, though, so you're getting a little flame coming off the yeah. wood. You do need the in the flame. Otherwise, you're just smoldering. You get a dirty fire, and it doesn't taste as good. Okay. Uh, thanks so much for coming. Appreciate wow. it. 
It was awesome. We'd love to have you back uh, throughout the summer, maybe July 4th, anytime. Uh, is like you just if you keep bringing food, it'd be great. <laughs> no, it was awesome, Jack. I, I appreciate it so much. You're so kind to come down. I know you're busy. Thank you st- so much for staying an extra segment. Again, uh, Jack's Barbecue is gonna be closed on on Monday, right? So if you want anything right now, I would I would head there today, tomorrow, yep. Sunday, and get everything. Yep. Now, now is the time. Okay. Uh, appreciate it. Good luck. Uh, the venture in Safeco Field. Anything else? Are we going to be in anywhere else? Are we going to try to go back to CenturyLink next year? No? No, we are going to We are going to be at Columbia Tower. Columbia Tower. Oh. And uh, South Lake Union okay. this year. That's awesome. So. Awesome. Yeah. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Jack. My pleasure. Again, Thanks, Jack guys. Timmons from Jack's Barbecue. If you need some barbecue, well, hopefully you enjoyed the segment. Get some tips. Uh, go to Jack's Barbecue down there on Airport Way in the greater Georgetown area. All right. Coming up next, uh, we'll do it's a, a new version of Is Puck a Schmuck? Is Blunt Smoking? And we'll give away a gift card to Georgetown Brewery next.